Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, we've had to interrupt the podcast before we've even really got going because um, we've just finished recording the podcast, actually, uh, and it's a long one. And just as we got to the end of it, we realised that we're such fuckwits that we didn't even talk about the show sponsor. So, with that in mind, today's podcast and all the podcasts to date have been brought to you in association with Urban Inc., proud sponsors of this podcast. One in the pink, one in the stink. Get yourself down to Urban Inc. Ah, oh, there's your jingle. <laughs> <laughs> You're pleased with that, have you? So pleased. <laughs> <laughs> That's one in the pink, one in the stink. Get yourself down to Urban Inc. Um, you can get one in the pink, one in the stink, or some fresh ink in Hornchurch, Southend, Romford, and Brentwood. There's four stores. Uh, they're literally taking over and owning Essex when it comes to fresh ink. And the reason is because they're so good at it. So go get your fresh ink. Um, hit them up. Just Google Urban Ink um, and go check for them on the socials because they're on Facebook and Instagram. Go give them a follow. And if you want a new tattoo, then we're here to help. And let me tell you how we're going to help. Because our sponsors have given us a discount code. So when you get a chance, you just need to phone them up, drop them an email, or walk through the doors of the shop and say, I'd like some fresh ink, and I've heard I can save some money if I say the word... 20% penis. (laughs) All you need to say is... 20% penis. Google Urban Inc., uh, hit them up, and one more time, just say the words. 20% penis. Let's get back to the podcast. Do you remember when we were friends in the 80s? In the 80s. Do you remember when we was friends back then? It was acceptable when those 40 years had gone. You alright? Yeah, I'm alright, you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. September 1982. Do you know, it's a two year 
anniversary oh, today. As I said that out loud, I thought, did we start this in a September? Two years? Yeah. Uh, high five there, if you don't want. Um, Only seven years and three months to go. Put it out, it's misery. It'd be in the 90s then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, did things get more interesting? I think things got more interesting for us in the 90s. Yeah. We've only got seven years to wait. Um, Not doing it, though. Nah. No, that's for nah. Young, the 90s is for young people. Yeah, it's only a couple of years ago in the 90s, isn't it? Yeah. Weird that, isn't it, how long ago the 90s is now? Oh, it's so horrible. It's so horrible. That's recent. I know. I know. Um, we're recording it right now. It's the Queen's funeral, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> like, it's literally happening right now. This is the first time we've recorded during the day. But uh, bizarrely... You've got to drink your way through it. <laughs> I was like, when do you want to record this way? I was like, we did Monday day. He was like, oh, fuck all. I was like, okay, let's record then. I didn't have to worry that you'd be like, no, no, I'll be... Um, Out I'll be, of mark respect. Yeah. So we thought we'd talk about the 80s. Um, and last weekend, we had a lovely weekend, didn't we? Oh, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. We got proper 80s up, didn't we? All day long. Yeah. All day breakfast. So me, you and Lee went to uh, Let's Rock Ipswich. It didn't rock, though, did it? Uh, it no, popped. I, yeah, I mean, it, def- it didn't rock, did it? Because no. probably the nearest it got to rocking would have been Eddie Tempole. Yeah. Was uh, great. Doing Swords of a Thousand Men. Yeah. But with, with a kind of 80s backing band. Yeah, it was quite weird, wasn't it? He did do Ookil Bambi as well, didn't yeah. he? Uh, he didn't do Wonderbar, though, did he? Nah. It's good, isn't it? That's good. I, I would have, I would have liked to see Wonder, but I'd have rather had that than Sonia. I had. Uh, well, did we watch any of Sonia? Uh, yeah, we saw her do. Uh, You'll never stop me from loving you. Then it rained, and we went and hung out in the Lambretta t-shirt shop that we kept going to whenever it rained. Oh, we're into t-shirts. <laughs> It was uh, just full of middle-aged blokes when every time it rained, just yeah. middle-aged blokes pretending they wanted a Lambert a T-shirt. I weren't bothered. I had a raincoat. Cunt. <laughs> I've never seen such a smug fucking cunt as whenever it fucking shabby rain and you put your raincoat on and zipped it up and just looked over with that smug fucking head. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You went skins. It was raining, wasn't it? <laughs> you watched that with with your shirt off. Well, there was a fat bloke in front of me doing it. Went on Newcastle United, so I thought, "Oh fuck it." Well, um, you you mentioned Sonia, and, and we, we'd watched. Um, who'd we watched? Who did we see that day? Toya, Toya, uh, Red Box, yeah. And then further up the bill, it was Ottawan. Ottawan, Nathan Moore from Brother Beyond done a little guest appearance, didn't they? Who I saw else? saw his knob in the nineties. The crying, the premiere to the crying game, the Pet Shop Boys did like the uh, the soundtrack for it, and there was an after show, and uh, we went there and kind of hung around, and like all the uh, Pet Shop Boys and Aldra that were all in the VIP section, but of course we couldn't fucking get in it. But then we hung around, and then there was people sort of leaving towards the end of the night, and so we bothered these people into giving us their VIP wristbands. And went and met the pet shop boys and no older. And I went for a piss and I had a piss next to Nathan from Brother Beyond and I saw his cock. Yeah, you got photos of all of them, haven't you? I was really jealous of yeah. that. Yeah. Boy George was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah. 
Did you meet Johnny Marr that night? No. No. No, I didn't. No. That would have been around the time of electronic. It was, a, it was around the time of electronic. That's why the Pet Shop Boys and all yeah. were hanging out together. They're hanging out together now, aren't they? They're doing a big American tour together, aren't oh, they? Oh, are they? Yeah, Pet Shop Boys and New Order. God, that'd be a good line-up, wouldn't see it? I see it announced, and I thought, oh, that's a good night out, and it was, it was in America. <sighs> Never mind. And then um, what we did see was a lot of artists acknowledging the passing of um, the Queen. Uh, I, I do, so Kershaw and Jones... Which I, I, mean, I was really looking forward to seeing Kershaw and Jones, but mm. they both sort of sullied their reputation a bit with me mm. by like dedicating their set to the Queen who mm. died the day before. And you know, you think, <sighs> I don't know, I mean, like, you know, they're not punk rockers, are they, Kershaw and Jones? But there's no point them fucking toadying up to the establishment. They ain't going to get Sir, are they? Nah, leave like, it to Barlow. Not even an OBE. Nick nah. Kurt, nah. Nah, no, no. chance. Um, just wasting your breath and just like ruining your reputation, toadying up to the establishment, like not you. No, I mean you might as well. You, you've done all that fucking toadying up to the Queen, haven't you? With your high sheriff's fucking bollocks. Now she's croaked, and you're going to have to start again with old fucking sausage fingers, aren't you? I'm, I'm going to mention my my uh, my high sheriff's award a bit later. Yeah, very very easy to come by these mm. days. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it was a good lineup at the 80s festival, wasn't and it? And at three o'clock, they took a minute silence. At that point, I remember going, Come, mate, let's go for a walk. And, we went, <laughs> and, I, and I walked you to the toilets at the other side of the field. <laughs> and then, as I remember, like, uh, we was taking some, we, we was just too busy taking some photos of Lee, weren't we, at that point? And, Lee, uh, Lee, Lee, I mean, people. People who listen regularly yeah. will know that Lee is very handsome. Yeah. And was all, he was always our most handsome mate yeah. who was successful with women. Yeah. And I was just talking to some bloke, when I, by the big fucking... He was George Martin of our group, wasn't oh, he? Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Just talking to some bloke by the big fucking Let's Rock letters. Yeah. And just look round. And Lee's there with this couple of blonde birds. Yeah. In it's their, the 80s w- podcast. We can call them Crumpet. Yeah. <laughs> That would definitely fall into the crumpet, Totty. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, they just gravitated towards it. Yeah. And then at that point, I just remember hearing, uh, and now we'll um, mark the end of the silence with uh, the new national anthem yeah. uh, for King Charles. Please welcome to the stage, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> she gave it some, didn't she? Fucking hell. That was weird, wasn't it? It was really weird, wasn't it? Yeah. And like, and you just, you have to just go, do you know what? Some people are having a lovely time today. We can't spoil it today, can we? We were too far away, really, to spoil it for anyone. Yeah. You videoed it and put it up on your social media and sneakered, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, it's been fucked. But that, that that was a week ago. Well, what was it, like fucking nine days ago? And it's oh, still going on, isn't it? It's still going, mate. It really is. Like, I'm, I'm fucking... Oh, I ain't watched any of it, I've got to be honest. I'm just... I don't know, if people want to do their thing, they can do their thing. It just ain't yeah, my but why's it got to go on so long? Get the old cunt in the ground and get it over and done with. Just get on with things. Films? <laughs> 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 you haven't said the lineup of Let's Rock Ipswich yet. Oh, because fuck me, it really did pop. Uh, so, yeah, after uh, Sonia, we had ABC. Yeah, ABC. Heaven 17. Heaven 17. Kershaw. Jones. Jones. 
Uh, OMD. Who were the best? Yeah, fucking brilliant, aren't they? Brilliant. Um, and uh, Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Who was great. Yeah, he was brilliant, wasn't he? Yep. Uh, he's, uh, he's very fucking sprightly, Adam Ant, isn't he? How old is he? 67? Got to be. Yeah. He looked fucking great, didn't he? Yeah. Like, uh, as did Andy McCluskey. Yeah. Like, proper having it, wasn't he? Yeah. He's got a lot of energy, isn't he? Yeah, he's just got proper charisma. Yeah. Like, it was. Yeah, they blew me away. Like, uh, yeah, it was a proper good day. We went camping, didn't we? <laughs> Slept in a tent. Yeah, that that fucking. That's what I was going to say. Because when ABC were on, oh, all oh, I, we did leave once, didn't we? That was brilliantly timed, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You want to go back for your fucking raincoat, didn't you? Because I yep. told you not to bother with it because it weren't going to rain. And then you got <laughs> you got pissed on once, and we're right. I'm going back for my coat. And just as we're fucking leaving. Heather Small come on. We're like, yes, we're going to miss Heather Small. So we went and got your coat, and then just as we're coming back, it was like, hero inside yourself. Thank you very much. <laughs> we're like, yes, the best bit of the day when it's missing Heather Small. We were high fiving each other <laughs> <laughs> that we'd miss Heather Small. What a fucking sad man we are. Um, <clears throat> okay. Is there anything else that we want to talk about before we get on with it? Oh, I wanted to talk about that bloke. Oh, uh, <laughs> definitely. So the the one the ones I mean I'm not a big ABC fan you know obviously I want to see fucking look of love and yeah um, poison arrow I, I, I'm not I'm not asked about poison smoky arrow scenes. really no nah, I fucking hate smoky scenes mm. but um uh I I really like all of my art yeah, I just really right. like it as a fucking song and so I thought oh, I'm quite looking forward to seeing seeing them do all of my art and then that bloke in front of us like littleish kind of bloke our kind of age mid thirties um. Stepped on my foot and then turned around and sort of looked up at me and went, oh, sorry, mate. And I went, that's all right, mate. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And then he just bent our ear, didn't he, for about 20 fucking minutes about all... What, what did he, how did he refer to it? He went, mate, it's a minge fest. He went like, <laughs> I go all of them, these, these 80s things. He went, honestly, divorcees everywhere. <laughs> he went, honestly, you just... you, you get, uh, Every night, blah, 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 like, you know, get yeah. pissed up. Yeah, and the amount you know. of minge. Yeah, and, like, thing was, he like he had a couple of his mates. One of his mates was dressed as... Um, Freddie uh, Mercury from the, Queen in the I Want to Break Free video. With a we... massive cock hanging at the bottom of his <laughs> miniskirt, wasn't he? And, like, you could tell they were the sort of blokes that, like, he was like, yeah, over there's fucking... Uh, John the Rapist, and yeah, and I'm fucking fingers, and like things like that. One, they'd, they'd given themselves like fucking geezers' nicknames, yeah, hadn't they? If, if you're listening, lads, you're right. Well, we sort of saw what the, the fallout of the night was, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. I think when we was watching Adamant, the, the bloke that was dressed up as Freddie Mercury just looked a little bit too drunk and just looked a little bit confused why he had a massive cock hanging at the bottom of his <laughs> uh, mini skirt. But uh, but fingers, uh, Minge Fest, he was fucking fantastic. He he had so much energy in him. When we see him, we went back to our tent and we were just sitting there, weren't we? The three of us having a beer and, and some crisps. <laughs> and we just looked up and just see him all confused, just walking back to his tent on his own. Oh, he poked his head around. Didn't he? Sorry, lads, I got a little bit lost. Didn't recognise us from the conversation down no, about an he hour just ago. wandered back on his own for a pot noodle and a wank. He couldn't even have a pot noodle because there was no electricity there. He just had a ginsters and a wank, didn't he? <laughs> Oh, it was so brilliant. He was like, 
that he had the whole of the world waiting for him, didn't he? It was all about to fucking pan out for him, wasn't it? This well, today, th- today was going to be epic. I thought it was going to though, because he, he, after he talked to us, he was dancing with that woman who looked a bit special needs in her fifties. You know, you think, oh, here we go. Yeah. But yeah, no, even that didn't pan out. Nah. Films. Yeah. Do we start with films? Always. Right. What have you got? Because I ain't got any. You ain't got any? Well, I've got a couple, but not like that people would know. Well, I've got one. 48 hours. Ah, bollocks. No. Well, you on fucking movie (laughs) Do you just go on movie phone now? You're wasting your time. You're just literally wasting your life away with factual inaccuracies. So on movie web, they have 48 hours. Okay. You know, Eddie Murphy, Nick Naughty. Great film. Yeah. Yeah, so remind me. So he's, he's a criminal that... Gets cleared to go out with Naughty for forty eight hours, doesn't he? For forty eight hours, yeah. yeah, to to solve because there's some, yeah. and there's some cop murders or something, yeah. and yeah, and so he's a criminal that knew one of the guys who was doing it. So like uh, Naughty springs him from jail legally for forty eight hours to help solve this crime. Funniest man on the planet at that point, Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah, that, but I think that did they say that was his first film role? But it couldn't have been, could it? Went Trading Places before that. I would have gone Trading Places forty eight hours. Beverly Hills Cop films. Yeah. Maybe. Do you know what? Maybe it was 48 hours. I, I, haven't we done Trading Places before? I, tra- no. I fucking love Trading That's Places. Good, isn't it? Yeah. He was so brilliant, Eddie Murphy, wasn't he? Yeah. One, one thing I read on, on uh, Wikipedia was, um, you know, they always they have someone in mind for it. Apparently, the guy that wrote it originally had Clint Eastwood in mind for the convict, for the convict role. For the Eddie Murphy role, because it was a completely different film when he wrote it. Wow! And and, and then, because um, I think Clint, I, I think Clint was never going to fucking do that. Yeah. Then they had Clint for the other role, and Richard Pryor for the Murphy role. That could work. Yeah, I've got the Knight Rider movie. I know nothing about that. So it, it's essentially that a two-hour pilot that they put on. So they done it with the A Team as well. Like, oh, yeah. the first time it came on, it's a, it was like a, a movie, and then they spin the series off the back of it. Yeah. I hated Knight Rider. Why do you Because it's a car. Yeah. <laughs> you know I've got beef with car films. Like, I hate stuff like that. About Herbie. I hated it. Like, oh, there's a Disney film on. Oh, Wicked. I hope it's Robin Hood, the car. Oh, no, it's not. It's a fucking Volkswagen Beetle. Does it talk? No. Nah. What does it do? Just kind of, uh, uh, and like... No, it's got attitude. It's a car with attitude. It's cheeky. No, it's not. I'll tell you what. Let me, do you want to talk about Beetle Drivers? No, I don't mind if you've got something to say about it. I just think, right, when you cast your mind back to when we were, like, when we were, like, driving, like, uh, when we first passed our driving tests, right? Yeah. You could probably afford, a, a, you know, if you had a couple of bob. Yeah. Like, a retro Beetle. Yeah. But I think that back then... They were driven by people that were quite boring that wanted to appear to be a little bit bananas. What, Batesy? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, if you're listening, I'm really sorry about... <laughs> you had all that fucking trip to Ukraine to tell him that and you've waited to the podcast no, in no. front of everyone. It's not, it's not, but just in general, I just think like the whole thing of like the, the, the waving to each other in a beetle and like... Yeah, v dub. He's a little bit bananas, or like, yeah, like, I want to have a girl that had a beetle, and 
I, I remember. I remember you. It only ever took one fucking thing for you for, to turn you off a bird. And didn't she say, "You're nutty, you are." Yeah. <laughs> it was good night, Vienna. Yeah. Shallow cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah, but the Night Rider movie come out, and obviously like. I remember, like, I've got this thing, like, I'm the same with Patrick Swayze, right? God rest his soul. Like, I don't think Patrick Swayze's cool in the slightest in any film he's ever been in, right? And and I know that, like... Hassel- I don't know, what about Dirty Dancing when he's, like, stuffing it to that underage bird? So with um, <laughs> Hasselhoff, uh, I, I know he's a joke now. But he weren't cool. Michael Knight weren't cool. It was just a bloke with a buff nut and a fucking black leather. He was drove cool, wasn't car- he? He, no. he drove a cool car. Yeah, but that, that doesn't matter. My, my Uncle Reg drove a cool car. Your old man drove a cool car. My old man was cool. But he weren't Michael Knight, wasn't he? He weren't fucking enlarging it on telly like he was fucking solving crime. What did, what did Michael Knight do? Was he a policeman? I can't remember the premise of it. Well, just a busy bloke. Was he? Was he just a busy cunt? Yeah, with a busy car. Yeah. What did not? What did not rather actually do? Solve crime? I don't even know. I don't. I, I, was it like Hong he Kong? Yeah, that red light though, yeah. didn't it? That went across. But was it like Hong Kong Fui where it's the uh, what do you call? It? Was it the dog that solved all the crimes? Yeah. Like Hong Kong Fui was the dog, wasn't he? Who solved all the crimes? It weren't Hong Kong Fu, was it? Oh, did, oh, so was it like... I mean, it's basically like fucking Sherlock Holmes, isn't it? Yeah. Is you've got the one front in it who's just a bit of yeah. a dipshit. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. sidekick solves all the crimes. And, like, and I just think, like, he had a car that, like, basically... Oh, right, essentially, like, Knight Rider was just sat-nav. That's yeah. it. But it was, like you couldn't even imagine for Satnav thirty years ago. Yeah, I know, but like it's cooler than Satnav. Has Satnav got a red line that goes across like that? Nah, that's nah. all it had going for it. Amityville two come out. No, it didn't. But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Amityville two haunted house. It come. It come out. No, it never. Didn't it? No, no, because it's movie phone, and they always get the month wrong on things. I mean, it might have come out on fucking VHS or Betawix or something. Movie Web tells you what came out that month. Movie phone tells you just a load of films that came out around that time. You told me that fucking Return of the Jedi or Star Wars come out in fucking July 82, and I'm like, no, it came out in 1980. We've done it already two years ago. You can't... Have you got something about Amityville too? No. Well, I just, just I, I, just, I just wondered if you like. I don't mind if I don't mind it being factually inaccurate if you have got a link in. Well, summit. it is, it is. I only picked that one because I thought I could like start a conversation off the back of it. You're being really horrible today. It's because he's fucking doing it in the daytime. Just like <laughs> I can see what a cunt you are in the cold light of day. <laughs> <laughs> like normally it's night time. We've had a few beers, taking the edge off it. But fuck, Do you know what? I want to talk about another film first that came out on October the first, nineteen eighty-two. Go on. Uh, Rupert Everett and Jenny Seagrove in Graham Greens, right? And it's a picture of a very young girl and a man on a park bench, and it's called A Shocking Accident. What was it? Someone fell on a broom handle. It just looks horrible. A shocking Accident? Yeah, it just looks like... 
what he fell on top of some young girl and his cock accidentally went in her. That's what it looks like to me. So who's the young? Who's the, who's the old man? It's not Ru- Rupert Everett. No, he's he not must young. Have been about twelve, he's not young, then, mustn't he? Like, but uh, you can tell he's a man. Yeah. Um, what's the most shocking accident you've had? Um, the most shocking accident I've ever had. Were you in Courtney's car when he smashed it up? Nah, was you? Yeah, we've gone to Raquel's. You was probably driving. Oh, no, I don't remember that at all. What, what, what happened there then? So we was in uh, Courtney's car. Me, Gel, Bollocks, uh, and Peter. And I remember I had like me records on me lap, me record box on me lap. Clear yeah. box or dirt box? Uh, it was dirt box. It was like the 12 <laughs> inches. And... Uh, and he was bombing down the A13, and they went, all oh, petrol, and just fucking took a hard left to come off at the, the services and just fucking hit the fucking barrier, and we just went fucking all over the place. And I remember, like, did we roll? No. No, you didn't, because you, you've lived to tell the tale. You definitely didn't roll. You've never rolled in a car. <laughs> <laughs> did we roll? I, like, you, like, you've rolled a few times. You couldn't remember whether that was the time or not. I think we did. No. I on what you, car was it? I've no idea. Like probably a Fiesta or something like that. But Did like we roll. I think we rolled. Because I remember holding on to my records. And like car uh, yeah, Joe I remember. Jill rolled, didn't he? What that two C V? What no, when was that what was his mum's car that he no it was when it a mini metro no his mum's car was, oh, was it two, uh, bubbles the two cv oh really did he roll out the day past his test he passed his test that day bollocks was in that car as well yeah. <laughs> and his mum said to him didn't she just don't don't drive it like a cunt basically and, and that was the first day he passed his test and he took it out and they, was it was that round the lanes in Orsett and they hit a stone i think it was by the rugby club in grays yeah i think like but uh and they ended up in the field. Vera knew him well, didn't she? Just saying, don't drive like a cunt. Like, she knew what he was like. If she knew him that well, she wouldn't have let him take that car out. Is he going to be the sort of bloke that's going to show off for a little bit of attention? Console? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was like... I, I suppose that was just like car accidents. I smashed into the back of that car outside the library with Pete Antonio in the car when that woman walked past with massive jugs, and I just I well, looked. No, that was me, wasn't it? In that was me with Pete Antonio. Whereabouts? Outside the library in Greys, and the bloke got out of the car in front and fucking come marching up to me. Oh right, no, that's a different. My one's a different one. So what? <laughs> you said you was ogling the bird's jugs and you smashed in the back of the car. He stopped at the traffic lights. And like, and I didn't see because I was looking at this woman. Yeah. And then obviously I just panicked, and I hadn't like smashed his car, yeah. but I just pranged the back of his car, and he got out. And I think Pete, if I remember rightly, Pete was going like, "Yeah, yeah," and I was like to hit him. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And like, and like we got out of the car, and I think he realised that I was maybe a bit bigger than what he initially thought. And then obviously, like Pete was really angry all the time. And uh, and we got out, and the bloke was all right about it. And I was like, sorry. Then I told him why it happened, because I was looking at tits. And he and thought it was quite funny. He just went, hey, so Yeah. Because <laughs> do you remember me? Was it me, you, and Dennis were going up to South End? And it was, it was like 
Eastwood or somewhere. We was on the on the A13 on the way up to South End, and there were some birds at a bus stop. And this was the time when we were just shouting out the windows at people. What and like then, things like "Have a nice day." Yeah, yeah. Enjoy yourself. You look lovely today. Yeah, life's great, isn't it? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And there was them girls at the bus stop. And this time we shouted. It was something different. I can't remember what it was. So about removing some kind of rodent. Um, <laughs> the thing and, is, and that, like, because because <laughs> I was driving, I was leaning out the window shouting. And then that old lady in the mini had just braked in front of us and we just smashed into the back of her. And she was so fucking nice about it. <laughs> the thing is, it would have been like a... I wonder like what it sounded like when we drove past like and shouted out the window. Was it just like... I'll tell you what it sounded like. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> And do you think, like, people knew what rap meant? It might have taken a little while to sink in, but I would say on <laughs> on balance, probably yes. Sure, sure, okay. Uh, you got any more films? Uh, no. Want to play a game? Oh, yeah. yeah. Got a game? Got a few games today. Have you? Mm. Uh, so this one is called... Uh, um, it's a little. Um, I've stole it from one of your songs. Oh, go on. It's called Smooth Biff or Robert Smith, <laughs> right? So I want you to let me know what's going on downstairs, right? Okay. S- Smooth Biff or Robert Smith? Okay. I mean, th- for for those people that don't know, Robert Smith's the lead singer of The Cure, mm. and he's got a very large back combed, back combed, mm. black hairdo. Linda Lasardi. All it was was in the last episode, in the last couple of episodes, we've, um, we, we, we'll play the game a bit later on anyway, but there's, uh, I had a few messages saying it's, it's, it's a little bit cock-heavy. bit sexist. Yeah. So it was like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll throw some front bums in the mix. Mm. But surely all, there was no, there was no smooth, there was no smooth fannies in the 80s. I don't know. Apart from underagers. It's not really where this game's Vanessa going. Vanessa Paradis, maybe. This game's not going there. Good. Um, Good. Linda Lasardi. Linda Lasardi. I mean, I think it would have been... I, I personally imagine Linda Lasardi's Biff to be neater than Robert Smith. I, I would have said more like Kenny Loggins' beard. Like a neatly trimmed one. like You know, like Godly and Cream's beard. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of, you know, Kenny Rogers beard, yeah. like not a not not a ZZ top. Yeah, tidy, tidy beard. Yeah, yeah. No Noel Edmonds in the nineties, not groomed. Um, no, God uh, no. All right, uh, Cindy Lauper, Robert Smith. Yeah, out of control. She out of was. control. Out of control. Wild, all sorts of colours. Yeah, like like a, like a derelict house in yeah. garden. Yeah, like letting off a fucking box of fireworks in a derelict house. Yeah. Wincy Willis. Robert Smith. Straight. <laughs> Straight, I reckon. I always thought Wincy Willis looked like Paul Dartnell. 
Uh, throwback to any listeners, Paul Darknell was the fella that... Um, have we spoke about the uh, when he stole that chew? No, because it just makes us look like a pair of cunts, so you'd probably just leave it there. I followed your lead on that, I think. No, you didn't. <laughs> you was much more of a cunt than I was. <laughs> So yeah. uh, I, I will just fill the listeners in All just right. very, very quickly. Okay. So we we used to we used to walk into town, didn't we? Yeah. And um, it was about like what like twenty five minutes, half hour walk into town. Yeah. And and Paul Darnell came with us. Uh, you know, on on various occasions, he was our mate who lived around the corner, and uh, we egged him on. Because there was like a little fucking pack of wham chews, weren't there? It was like five in a pack, but five I think they were open, They were they? open, weren't they? So there was only like four, or someone had opened them and had one. Yeah. So we said, like, it was in John Menzies, wasn't yeah. it? We said, why don't you just why don't you just take them? Because they're open anyway, so they're not going to be able to sell them. Yeah, of course. And so he took them. <laughs> <laughs> He's so horrible, isn't it? It's really horrible. Kids are cunts, aren't they? I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad I'm not one. And then on the way home... Uh, I think we probably had a sweet each before that. Oh, do you reckon? A hundred percent. So do you reckon there weren't enough to go round and that's why we made him walk on the other side of the road and called him a thief? <laughs> we made him do it and then very quickly afterwards we just called him a thief, didn't we, and refused to talk to him and make him. Wherever he went, we walked on the opposite side of the road. I wanted to distance myself from that act of stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Cunts, really, pair of really cunts. Horrible. horrible. Anyway, Wincy Willie's uh, Biff. What, what are we saying? Yeah, I, I think quite straight, um, and I think there's some highlights in it. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah, it's not just it's not just all one colour. Yeah, yeah, almost like yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you reckon it pokes out the side of her pants? A little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. I don't know about the next one though. Um, Joe Brand. Is she eight years? I thought you would leave the Joe Brand thing alone. I should, After all the, tr- I? all the trouble you got yourself into. She's not 80s either, is she? She's 90s, Joe Brand. Let's leave Joe Brand alone. This would be the last episode of uh, Smooth Biff or Robert Smith. <laughs> We're gonna, um, we, we, we'll be back next time with another game. What, well, is that it? Was Joe Brand your big money shot? No. I don't want to play anymore. Do Rusty Lee. I don't want to do Rusty No. Let's talk about, should we talk about some music? No, come on, let's, uh, let's try, and, try and think of an end to Smooth Biff and Robert Smith. Okay. Anita Dobson. That's a mess. He's <laughs> 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 it's upstairs, downstairs, isn't it? Like, basically just put a, put a mirror on her belly button and it's exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll, there'll be a round of upstairs, downstairs a little bit later. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Do you reckon Brian May's ever got caught up down there? Oh, mate, this, it's just pure static. They have to take uh, anti-static fucking measures before they get anywhere near each other. Yeah, he'd need a team of gardeners coming in with shears, wouldn't he? Absolutely. It's literally that... Thankfully, you've got the sort of money that May's got. He flies over um, some of the world's greatest uh, bonsai tree uh, uh, t- technicians <laughs> that literally have to go to work on Dobson's front bum. Because it is just fucking out of control. It's, yeah. it's literally a maze. I dread to think what it looks like nowadays, being all grey. Uh, I reckon it's like the looks... dock from Back to the Future. I'll tell you what it looks like. I reckon it looks like a burnt out mattress. <laughs> just fucking knackered up springs and like just hanging out all over the place. Just 
part worn, bit tired. Ladies and gentlemen, Dobson's cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Den wouldn't touch it with yours nowadays, would he? No, no. Were he still alive? No. That's no. why he went on the internet sucking his finger. Right. What? What's next? Uh, the music charts. Great. Um, what you got at number one? Well, I wasn't sure whether it go for the 12th or the 19th. I went for the 19th. So I went for the 12th. Okay. What uh, you got at number one? I had a tiger. It's the same on the 19th. Yeah. Hmm. We spoke about that last time, didn't we? Hmm. Yeah. You got anything further at that or I had a tiger? Uh, I don't think so. Like, it's me least favourite Rocky song. song. Uh, what else did Survivor do? Is there one called like In the Summit of the Night, In the Heat of the Night? Was there? Did they do Hold the Line? Oh, that was total, wasn't it? Did um... Is that your favourite Toto song? It's Barlow's favourite song, Africa. Yeah. I read it in a Q magazine in the 90s and it just cemented how much I hate him. But if he wants to come on off the Beaten Track podcast, I'd welcome him. <laughs> Gary, if you're listening. Uh, do you know, I, I don't mind Africa, but I can see why, if it was someone's favourite song, you'd want to just kick them until they stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 did they do um, Rosanna, Rosanna? Do you know what pisses me off? Do you know what pisses me off about Africa? Is that fucking line they've shoehorned in, like all the Manic Street Preachers lyrics? The one, yeah, the one is, I know that I will do as do what's right, as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like an empress above the Serengeti, something like that, isn't it? Like, you know, like every time I think about should I do what's right, that's what we should have thought of when we made Dartner walk on the other side of the road with the the wham chews that he'd purloined, was are we doing what's right as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like an empress above the Serengeti and then we'd have got him over to our side of the road and just shared them out or made him take them back. Did we suggest that he took them back? I think we did. (laughs) Fucking horrible cunts. That's so mean, that. Yeah, it's really mean, isn't it? I often think I'm a nice bloke. No, you ain't. No, I know. No. I know. You've never been a nice bloke. But 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 I've just known you a long while and I'm stuck with you now. (laughs) But I do sometimes think, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not a cunt. Like, I'm I'm privy to a lot of cunts. And, like. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. But but this podcast (laughs) makes me realise what a cunt I was. Yeah, I'm glad I weren't as bad as you. You've been the architect of a lot of these things, and I just went—I mean, just went along with it, which in a lot of ways makes me just as bad that I didn't stand up and say, "Like, Roy, no, this is not okay." But I just like because your dad was two one B medical droid. I just went <laughs> along, went along with it in the hope that one day I might meet Luke Skywalker. I do remember, like, there's things I look back on and I think I shouldn't have done that. Like when we would just jump out of a car with them bats and smash up a phone box. Like, I, I feel embarrassed by that. Yeah. I think, like... I feel embarrassed about just sitting there with my engine idling, watching you smash up a phone box. <laughs> 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 I should have just said, like, people might need to use that in an emergency or... 
Like some old lady's going to be in Drive! <laughs> Kicking a wall in on the way home from... That was you, that weren't me. No. I've done that, we've done Leon's wall, didn't we? Yeah, it was just a bit of a laugh though, wasn't it? Well, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Because he asked us to kick his wall in. <laughs> he just moved into a new house and was like, do you want to kick the wall in? No, you are. We're growing up now, thanks. You sure? Yeah. All right, brilliant. <laughs> it's, great, it's great kicking the wall in, isn't it? But then when you become an adult and you have your property damage, you realise like all these things that happen, like they are awful, aren't they? Mm. Because it's just a load of sorting out. Yeah. Bitterest pill by the jam. Um, Where you got that then? What number's, what Ooh, number's that on your one? Let's have a look. I think you've jumped in a little bit because that's number f- number five on the 19th. Oh, right. Oh, okay. And I don't think you should mention that without going Weller, Foxton, Butler, Butler the, the jam. jam, Bitterest Pill. Do you like Bitterest Pill? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think it's superb, that. Um, what number is it here? Uh, it's, oh, it's number two. Did that go to number one? It did, didn't it? Oh, did it? Was it the last? No, Beat Surrender was the last single, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't think the bitterest pill went number one, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, it's good that. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? You ever had a, a bit of pill to swallow? No. Have you? What has been your bitterest pill that you've had to swallow? I don't know. I ain't, I ain't got any. Oh, I was just thinking about the Snickers incident was quite a bit of pill for you to swallow, wasn't it? <laughs> Very bitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? I reckon. I don't, I don't actually mind so much anymore, but I think up until I was probably about 44, being wrong was the worst thing to happen. Like, it was a big thing, wasn't it? Like, f- throughout late teens and 20s, the idea of admitting you were wrong, it was because I think we'd just got into that fucking... Well, stop we in this. No, you wouldn't admit you were wrong. The crowded house are better than the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for, for those that don't know what we're talking about, go and uh, listen back to uh, probably one of the early episodes about the Snickers incident. Um, I'd say that's one of the most cuntish things you've ever done. Yeah, and for those of you just t- tuning in, perhaps go back and listen to the other episodes where we talk about Roy saying that time the crowded house were better than the Smiths <laughs> and being unable to climb down and admit he was wrong about it. <laughs> Because of all the great songs Crowded House did that were better than the Smiths. So, uh, I, I had, I've got a number two, Dire Straits, Private Investigations. They're, they're down to number three this week. How are they? I don't know that. It ain't that good. Would you... Have you got anything you want to say about this? Yeah, I have, yeah. Cool. I, I thought, while you're on the subject of Private Investigations, do you remember, how did you discover you could spunk up? I remember hearing uh, this lad at school uh, saying that he'd spunked up. And I remember just thinking, like, fucking hell. And I remember, like, I'm sure I couldn't have still been living in Dartview. Couldn't have been. You didn't have pubes in Dartview. No, definitely not. But I remember, like, just, like, proper fiddling with me dinkle. And I probably had about six pubes. And then just thinking, uh-oh. And, like, 
And then, like, panicking and, like, running to the toilet because I just thought, like, litres of something was going to just, like, fucking just burst out everywhere. And, like, <laughs> fucking one little droplet of this fucking, fucking almost transparent fucking pre-spaff just went beep. And I was just like, wow, that felt good. And then I think that was me for, like, the next couple of years. Just, like, <laughs> coming out, nah. Nah, I'm all right. What, was, was, the, what was the game you had your wank mag in? Uh, perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a stupid one because it had loads of little fucking bits in it. And so when you'd lift it out, and it was like, I hate to think back now that my parents must just be, oh, he's at it again. Like, <laughs> perfection's at. Why, do you remember yours? The, the idea that you you're stood there with your fucking lob on pointing at one side and they're saying perfection's out. The irony of it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I remember uh, we was on holiday in Benidorm and uh, there was this kid I'd made friends with. Uh, what was his fucking name? Was it, Col- it might have been Colin, but he was from up north and he was like a year, he was a year younger than me. And uh, just kind of, you know, we just uh, hung around, done all, all kids' things. And uh, one day he went, Have you ever sucked another? No. He- <laughs> <laughs> One day we just sort of sat there and he went, um, have you got spunk yet? And I went, what? And he went, have you got spunk yet? And I went, what's that? And he went, you know, basically said, like, if you fiddle with your dinkle enough, then, like, something shoots out at the end. I was like, whoa. <laughs> How old was he? 27. <laughs> <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> He was like my Ben Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> but I had no idea if you yeah. fiddle with your dinkle spunk come out of the end. Yeah. It's a revelation. Yeah. And a good one. Would you rather have a private investigation of a celebrity of your choice? Oh, let's double it up. If what, you could so have, I get a I if employ you could, a PI a, a PI. If you could have a private investigation of a celebrity, who would it be? And if you could investigate a celebrity's privates, who would it be? If I could have a private investigation of a celebrity, I mean it's a very tenuous celebrity, but in the eighties. Oh, in the eighties! Oh, damn! Right, that's the sausage roll bloke out of the fucking <laughs> <that> mix. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the eighties, it would have to be it'd have to be Edmonds because like, no there was no mention of him mm. all through the U tree thing. Mm. So I would I would A beard put, like Linda Lasardi's muff. Exactly. No one's beard is that tidy and mm. they're not up to something. So I would just, I'd just have a, no, do you know, I'd have a PI on him just to clear his name. Yeah. Like, because of all the, you know, like, Would people you, think it, there's no smoke without fire and he gets mentioned a lot now on this podcast. So I'd have a PI on him in the 80s just to clear his name. Yeah. 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 And investigate someone's privates. It would have to be, um, mm, oh, uh, the lady that was in the Volkswagen advert. <laughs> you know the one, the model who was in the Volkswagen advert. Yeah. Yeah. Have to just have a little look about. Yeah. Make sure everything's where it should be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but what about you then? 
Ooh. Who would you put a PI on in the eighties? Who do you think's got something to hide? Or is it because they've got something to hide? Or do you want to just clear their name? I would go for. Oh. Who was that? Who, who was shifty and up to something in the eighties that you've got an interest in? Bruno Brooks. Mm. I'd like to have just find out what he was up to. Mm. Uh, and investigate some privates. I'd have a look at the fire damaged front bum of uh, of his ex, Amphia Turner. Oh yeah, she had that. Was that uh, that would have been in the nineties, wouldn't it? When that pyrotechnic went off up her fuck flaps. Just want to make sure everything's where it should be. She got no feeling left it down there. Not one single. A bit of feeling left. It just got it. It literally blew a flange sky high. Nothing. Bruno's plugging away for hours. Nothing. Didn't even wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in at number five. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, all of my heart, ABC, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I was really looking forward to hearing that live, and then that fucking bloke talked about wall-to-wall minge all the way through it. Yeah. He was quite entertaining. He was, he was good, wasn't he? There it is by Shalimar. Uh, I'll tell you what I've got. Uh, there it is. Oh, is that by Shalimar? I, I, didn't, I had no idea what that fuck, who, who or what that was. I presume it's that. Yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. I've got there's loads of them sort of you know like disco tinge yeah. tinge songs that I have no idea who they're by. Well, was Shalimar the band that had the guy that apparently moonwalked first, didn't it? Oh, really? I I, I get confused between Shalimar and Shack Attack. It's the Sha. I think Shalimar were a bit more credible. I think Shalimar uh, had the guy. Was Shack Attack like an happy shopper Shalimar? I think so. Shalimar, I think Jody Watley was fronted Shalimar. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, number seven, Save a Prayer, Duran Duran. 
I've got that number three. Yeah, it's down from three. Stain number eight, The Message, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. That's a good record, isn't it? Why are they so furious? Grandmaster Flash and the Fun Five? No, it's no good, is it? No, Furious. (laughs) Fucking Furious. Imagine that. Like, you just turn up and, like, you know, they've got the wrong lager on your rider. That's, That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's not like the fucking Fun Five are just going to go, sorry, mate, can you switch that over to Furious Five? Yeah. Tables going up in the air. You're right. They've turned up. They've been promised Malibu. And they've just got fucking Kestrel. Yeah. They're fucking furious, aren't they? Yeah. Kestrel. I remember remember my dad drunk Kestrel. It's like 2.5% Kestrel. I remember when it come out, I remember thinking, like, Kestrel was, like, a proper, like, good beer. Yeah. I don't think it was, though. No. Was, was, was Kestrel available on draft anywhere? I don't or was know. it just in cans? It was probably in Asda. Like, but Skull, like, was everywhere, wasn't it? And Skull's like... Well, they had that advert, didn't they? But, like, I think Skull's like 2.4% or something like that. Is it? Yeah. And you could definitely get that on draft. I don't know if it... Actually, I might be lying. But I remember... I think now, you can still get Skull and, like, like cans of yeah. it. Like, I ain't seen Skull for fucking years. It's normally next to like Hofmeister uh, <laughs> and like like a, a supermarket's own branded lager. Yeah, where like four. I've cans. not seen Skull or Hofmeister for fucking years. Norseman was another cheap one. Like Orangi Boom. Norseman was about two percent. When Norseman has the zone. I don't know. I don't know. I remember like uh, Guy and Neil, like who were like, in bands around our time when we were, like, young. Like, they'd go and have their, like, when they had their, like, hair metal band or whatever it was, um, they'd meet up every day and they'd all, both of them would, like, have a a case of, like, Norseman or, like, whatever it was, it was, like, 2% lager. The few times I got pissed on Norseman, you got an hangover before you were actually pissed. Oh, I was like that with Miller. When you drink Miller... And yeah. like, and when they used to do that in club art, didn't they? That mm. was like the 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 one pound pint or whatever was Miller. It was so watery as well, though, wasn't it? You'd just be hungover and bloated before you was drunk. But at least you knew you could have ten pints of it and drive home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't have ten pints the night that I waited outside to drive you home, and then you just turned up outside with your new lady friends and went, "See, you, Roy, we pulled." You'd have been good night, Vienna, if you'd have fucking pulled up there. Friend or foe, Adamant, uh, up from 22 to number 10. Oh, was it? Mm. What was your favourite song Adamant done the other night? Um, Ant Music. It's my favourite, but I thought Prince Charming sounded better. Oh, do you know what? It just made me fucking remember how much I love Prince Charming, because I think in recent years I've just been a bit like, meh. About Prince Charming. Oh, jing, jing, jing. Oh, it's just... Jing, jing, There's a fucking intro, so isn't it? It's good, just, just it? a real fucking state yeah. of the tent. And also, ridicule's nothing to be scared of. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking great lyric, that. Yeah. He was great, Adamant. Yeah. He's proper pop star. Yeah. Friend or foe ain't one of his finest moments, I don't think. Up from 17 to number 12 is uh, Carly Simon's Why. 
I love that. Yeah, that's good, that, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's fucking brilliant. I'll tell you what I fucking... Um, uh, well, I went and had a listen to a few that, I, that I've not listened to for fucking ages. Rocker's Revenge, Walking on Sunshine. Brilliant. It's so fucking good. Mm. I'd, that's something that I'd never fucking... I'd never listened to yeah. or have on any, any of my playlists, but it's fucking brilliant. Did you know... I went and had a little fucking Wikipedia mm-hmm. afterwards. It's Arthur Baker, mm-hmm. uh, written by Eddie Grant. I did not know that. No. And and that he said the dance mixes of it were done by Jelly Bean Benitez. And also, one more fact, the follow-up was The Harder They Come. What? The- yeah, the Jimmy Cliff song. Done in a kind of eighties Arthur Baker style. I went and had a little. I went and had a little listen to that on YouTube. And do you know what? That's fucking decent as well. I love a little eighties Arthur Baker sound. Yeah, there, there was another one that I, that I was it fucking. There was another one like that that uh, I thought was really fucking eighties on this chart. Um, oh, Evelyn Champagne King, Love Come Down. Oh, that's brilliant. Just that sounded fucking brilliant. Mm, that's a good song that is. And also having booze. As your nickname. <laughs> yeah. It's good, that, isn't it? Yeah. I think the nearest we've come to that with any of our mates was Danny False 10 Champion. <laughs> oh, False 10 certainly wasn't Norseman. Nah. Like, False 10, uh, one of the, the greatest things ever. There was the shop up the road from us, and they ended up um, having this, this lager called False 10 that was clearly 10%. And I can't, it was about, like, one fifty a can. And I think at the time, like, Tenant Super was, like, 8.9 or something like that. Yeah. But if we was going clubbing, we'd generally have a can of that Well, it's false route. 10 because you had to hold your nose and force it down, wasn't it? You would literally have to. And, uh, and I remember that time that me and Gav nearly got nicked in London, we was drinking false 10. Why'd you nearly get nicked? Because they thought he was shoplifting. And I've talked, did I not talk about this on the podcast? Then he started speaking in Creole when the policemen were like uh, questioning us on Oxford Street. No. It was quite weird. I thought I spoke about this. Uh, you might have done it on one of your other AC podcasts. <laughs> That's a good point. We got really drunk and decided to go to London. Yeah. Me and Gav. And uh, and, and and Gav's like Mauritian. Uh, and and I, I, I don't know why, and I won't get into why, but we got pulled by the police on Oxford Street uh, or Regent Street, one of them, and uh, and they split us up, and they were questioning us, yeah. probably because we'd had both had two cans of false ten and thought we had all the answers. Uh, and all I remember hearing was him then talking in Creole. Which I believe is like a French it's like a dialect of French, I believe. I've no idea. Because he can speak it. Yeah. And so and I was thinking, why is Gav speaking Creole? Uh and then he sort of said something. And then I went, Yeah, he's an exchange student. And like and we were sort of sat, we ended up concocting this nonsense <laughs> that he was a and they let us go. Because we hadn't done anything wrong anyway, we were just pissed just fucking going in fucking shops. But uh where was I going with this anyway? The closest I come to, you said, I've, I've lost me well already, I've only had two beers. Fuck knows. No, I can't remember. <laughs> Great. Uh, oh, no, false 10. So anyway, I went to pick up Danny Champion. Um, I mean, Danny Champion, to give you some context on his drinking abilities, um, 
he emptied, he wanted to sneak some booze out once. Didn't have anything to put it in because his dad used to really like watch him, didn't he? For what he if he'd steal his booze, uh, and he emptied a suntan lotion bottle, didn't he? Oh yeah, and uh, and, and filled it up uh, with whatever spirit that couldn't have tasted nice, could it? No, not unless it was like rum or something summery. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. It was like yeah, some kind of coconut based cocktail. Yeah, yeah good chat. Um, yeah, but that was the only booze-based nickname I think we've known. Zoom, Fat Larry's band. Do you like that? Yeah. Love that. That's all right for an 80s slowy, isn't it? Yeah. Leaving Silence, number 18. I like that one. Boo, is that boo, 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 boo? No, that's oh, see no, you. I, do, I see you in it. What's it? Leaving Silence. How yeah. does the verse go, Leaving Silence? We've been going round in circles all year. Oh, yeah. Doing this and that and getting nowhere. This will be the last time. Yeah, it's good leaving, size. Oh, 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 Yeah, of course. Another whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, good whoa, is that? Yeah. Uh, where else you got? Uh, I went and I, I went and look, looked at... Um, Hazy Fantasy, John Wayne is Big Leggy. So it's that's fucking mental. That's thingy, isn't it? Jeremy Ely. Jeremy Ely, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking mental. Was that McLaren? No. No, I mean it, it could have been. No, it weren't. It was it was him, some other some other fucking bloke and and some bird who was like a you know, an artist girl. Right. It, it's it's fucking yeah, it's it's just mental. Uh I I, uh, I saw Sting was at number 21 with Spread a Little Happiness. You, when did Sting become a cunt? Was it when he started talking about being able to have it off for ages or was he already a cunt by then? Did that just cement his reputation as a cunt? I think he was quite cuntish already. Yeah. I think, like, telling that the police can be forgiven. But, like, when you start... Doing Englishman in New York and things like that, it's like, mm. it's a little bit cuntish, isn't it? Yeah. So what made him a cunt, apart from the fact he was a cunt? Money. <laughs> do you think money made Success. him? Success. Do you think success made him a cunt, or do you think he was already a cunt? Well, he's good looking, isn't he? Right? And he's the front man of, like, probably, at that point, the biggest band in the world, the police. Yeah. He's in the police. Like, that Do you it... think he thought he was the police? I think he thought he could... Yeah. Do you think he became confused as to whether he was in the band, the police? Lived by his own laws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. If you start living your life by the laws of Sting... Yeah. You're fucked, aren't you? Yeah. Do you reckon he's a cunt now? Yeah. Because you don't become a cunt and then just not... You're, once you become a cunt, you're probably going to always be a cunt. Is that the laws of the police or the police? No, that's just like the, you know, just the, the laws of, uh, law of averages. Right. says that once you become a cunt, the only way you stop becoming a cunt is like if you get cancer or something and get over it, like you have to go right, you know, you have to have a massive revelation. Has anyone died this month that we spoke about? Oh, someone someone said that someone has fucking died. Who died the other day? It was someone we've mentioned in previous months, but not someone we've mentioned recently. 
It's all been overshadowed by the Queen dying, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, Mrs. McCluskey. Best tweet of the year. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> I was I was literally found, obviously, you know, very, very upset in Mrs. McCluskey's yeah, died from Brain Chill. It's brilliant. fucking rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, not brilliant she died, but fucking she was she was proper fucking scary, wasn't she, Mrs. McCluskey? Yeah, she was yeah, she well, she wasn't as scary Firm as affair. Bronson, was Firm she? Affair. Firm affair. Yeah. Someone was saying on the like the fu- funeral memorial booklet there should be a sausage on a fork. <laughs> Maybe on the Queen's there could be five sausages on five forks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, very fucking sad about Mrs. McCluskey pass, passing on. But um, I um, I messaged um, OMD on on Twitter, just added them in a little tweet to offer my conclo- condolences to Andy, and uh, got a little tweet. Back. You need to give that some context because it's the best tweet of the year. And I I, I was talking to Pip the other day, and I was like. This is going to make no sense to you because you have no idea what happened in the eighties. But the genius of this fucking fucking tweet blew my mind. So obviously, uh, lead singer of OMD, Andy McCluskey. Yeah, yeah. So I just tweeted them off my condolences at this at this sad time, and then they fucking tweet you back. And uh, thanks, cunt. Oh, do you know what? Fuck, it's properly fucking made my week. That did. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Pons on lunch? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, are we? Uh, are we finished the music yet? No, we carry on. You still got some more? Uh, I'm done. What you got? Um, only, only a couple of little bits, right? But um, one of the things, number thirty-one, Wonder Dog, the Rough Mix. I don't know that. Right. I didn't know it, so I went and looked it up on YouTube. It's like this disco instrumental with like this dog sample barking the tune over the top. It's fucking mental. It's like great. you know, like the theme tune of Dog Tanyon and the Musker Hounds. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that, but it got in the charts. You know, I think fucking hell. I People know. bought shit in the eighties, didn't oh, they? Oh, they did, yeah. But they still do. But now it's dressed up as fucking Ed Sheeran and Adele. At least you know it was a bit of fun in the eighties, wasn't it? Uh, before we move on from shit songs in the eighties, do you want to slag off your mate's dad's band again? She's done it for the last two episodes. I don't know if you want to slag it off again. Why are they still in there? Uh, I don't think so. But you, you seem to enjoy just slagging it off for no reason. No, I didn't slag it off. Really horrible about her. No, dad. I wasn't. She seems like a lovely woman. I don't know. Why no, you're... she's she's nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> the other one. She can't. The other one. The other one I had was um. Chicago, hard to say I'm sorry. It's not as good as if you leave, leave me now. That's so good, isn't it? Maybe please don't go. But do you reckon Peter Satira made love? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Do you reckon he quickened up towards the end? I don't know. He's a man that will fight for his right. I yeah. do think that, like, he kept it steady right the way through. Yeah. He did it all for the glory of love making. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, white. It, like, I think if, if you leave me now, video, he's got like a one of them like seventy satin bomber jackets, yeah. like green and like yellow or something, and like big coiffured, like blonde hair, massive white teeth. He just looks yeah. fucking great. Yeah, fanny batter all around the base of his cock. Oh. He just couldn't shift it because... No. 
the minute it was gone, there was just more. Yeah. Like... There was just women queuing up with yeah. trowels just to <laughs> slap right. it on. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. He's literally... His cock was gasping for breath. Yeah. Um, Occasionally coming up for air and then straight back in. Right, I've not got any musicians... On nonce or ponce, so we can, oh, brilliant. we can have that later. And I was I've, just uh, before we go, I did, I did just have do little blokes start off quicker with their sturdies because their knobs are proportionately smaller, so they have to do a bit of smoke and mirrors so they don't like so the women don't just say get off. What you think, like uh, the little blokes have to start off pumping quicker because right, okay. their knobs are proportionately smaller. Right, we, we don't need to picture this. Right, so let's take um, Amphia Turner out the mix. But so we need someone small with a tiny cock. Right. Bruno Brooks, right? Uh, who, for example, would be the quickest when he got on the vinegar strokes? Like bearing in mind they're starting off quickly anyway because we're agreed on that, and we're going to be starting off. You, they're going to go in like at, at eleven because yeah. like they don't want. They're, they're, they're tiny, you know, like Bruno Brooks's tiny cock to be like an issue. If he just goes hard enough, like a little fucking rabbit, people are going to think that, like, oh, he's, he's doing all right. Yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah. So, <sighs> who do you reckon pumps quickest uh, when he gets on the vinegar strokes? Kershaw, Sayer, Brooks, or Diamond? Can I have them again, please? Who would pump the quickest when they got on the vinegar strokes? Nick Kershaw. I mean, he's tight. We saw him the other day, didn't we? He's, he's tiny, pint size, Nick Kershaw. He's pint size. He'd be hot, though, wouldn't he? And he's snood pumping away like that. Yes, good point. So Nick Kershaw. Leo say he'd get hot with that big mm. head of curly hair. Uh, Bruno Brooks mm. or Jim Diamond. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm going to go with Jim Diamond. Yeah, I did have Diamond down. Yeah, I think he'd just be a bit aggressive. I think he'd just like, he'd want to get, get shit done. Yeah. Like His helmet's a blur, he's just popping in and out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to stick with that, Jim yeah. Diamond. Okay, I concur. Right, do you want to do Ponce on Ons now? Sorry, I should get that fucking no, no, music no. section finished. Uh, I, I might park up Ponce on Ons till a little bit later because um, one of the things that I've got involves uh, a, a, a variety of acts. Oh, okay. From the weekend. Oh, right. Oh, brilliant. And we, we, we touched... Oh, I had such a good time at the weekend. I'd like to hark back to it. Brilliant. In any form. Brilliant. Right, well, look, we had a lovely time. Uh, we was with Lee, who's one of the most angriest people you'll ever meet. Yeah, but he's all right because he had a, he had a bag of chocolate eclairs, didn't it, calm him down? He did. He did. There was no road rage. He had a smashing time when we was there. Like, um, he didn't get angry with anyone, did he? He didn't hit anyone. No. If he did, <laughs> I want to know this. Right, we're going to play a game now called <laughs> Have It or Leg It. Right. right? And I want to know who's going to have your back. Okay. So, what if if I got in bother? We're backstage, right? We're just hanging out with the whole lineup, right? And right. They're, they're all just telling us that they love the podcast. Um, they're all just saying they're a little bit concerned because their wives are all looking at Lee and like, and that you know, he, like, he does have that habit yeah. of just making women involuntarily moist. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's an issue. Yeah. But like everyone's overlooking it because everyone's having a really nice time. Yeah, no one wants to ruin the, the. No one wants to be that bloke, do they? No, no it's been a, it's been a great day, right? But then someone gets the ump, right, and it's, it's going to go off, right? right? But then they've got a firm. Okay. So we're we're there, me, you, and Lee, right? Yeah. And like we we we've got each other's backs, right? And it's like, and I look over my shoulder, I'm like, "There's a proper firm here. Help us out, boys." Yeah. Adamant. So what we have it? Is he going to leg it, or is he going to have it with us? Who had a man? Is he on side, or is he going to leg it? Have it or leg it? Hold on, I need some more. I need some more clarity on. So they're all behind us, the whole lineup, right? And I want to know if they're going to have it with us against this firm, or they're going to leg it. Oh right, okay. So we're not up against Adam. I mean, no, I was, no, no, I was no, getting no. worried about because no, 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 Adam no. had a proper firm with him. Like no. they were a proper last no. gang in town, weren't they? They're not there. They're not there. They're not there. That just Dan. It's just Dan. It's just Adam. Uh, he's, he's having a Peroni and, uh, and he's having, having a Marco. And he's and he's just <laughs> having a little look at the the, the buffet. He's, he's had he's had a little bit of quiche and uh, and he and he, he's relaxed. But he's just seen that things got tasty. I've looked over my shoulder and I've just gone, Ant, dig in, mate. It's getting tasty. I don't know. No, I reckon, from what I know of Adam Ant, he'll just go out to the car park, he'll get a carburetor, just buy the leads, and he'll come and have it with us. Good. Good. Right. All right. That's four of us. He'll, he'll sling it through the pop-up pub's window. All right. If needs be. Okay. Uh, Toya. Well, <laughs> she, looked, she looked lovely the other night, didn't she? She did. Did you see her husband? He was in the wings just fripping one off. We t- <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that conversation we had about? I mean, she she looked lovely, didn't she, Toya? <laughs> no, I don't remember. What we're gonna say. <laughs> do you remember? We talked about. <laughs> When they go out dogging and that, (laughs) and he's cracking one out in the back seat while someone's going through her in the front, he don't. He never lets them come inside her, does he? Because that's Fripp's privilege. (laughs) (laughs) He always makes them whip it out and do it on the bangers. Yeah, Fripp's privilege. Yeah, 
you dare come inside of that strip's privilege. <laughs> I want you get some T-shirts, mate. <laughs> If you want a Fripp's Privilege t-shirt, drop us a message. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So, he's, he's, I, I think Toya would be a bit handy. I think she'd be a bit fucking aggy. I think oh, she'd, she'd turn start, the world inside out. Yeah. She'd start fucking shouting, we are the mods. I think she'd be a bit of a yeah. handful. Yeah. All right. So, we've got... Avit. And... And Avit. Wilcox. Toya. Avit. Uh, Howard Jones. Liggett. <laughs> He'd get his white stick, and someone would just lead him yeah. away from the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you had a massive go at me, didn't you? Because I've, I've always thought that Albert Jones looks like he's blind. <laughs> and I mentioned it to you halfway through the set, and then it ruined the rest of the set for you, because you just kept saying... Like... <laughs> Kershaw. Kershaw. Leggett. He he can't have it, Kershaw. No. He's four foot eight. He's in a snood. Yeah. And platform shoes to make him look four foot nine. Yeah. No, he can't. He just can't all have right, it. All right. I, I love it. You know, I love no, Kershaw. I love his songwriting. Didn't like it when he dedicated his set to the Queen. I thought like that soapy kind of fucking, right. you know, flag shagging. Anyway, boot licking, boot licking um, nonsense. There's no place for it at an eighties festival. Just... All right, well let's let's move away from the eighties festival. We've got a couple of other celebrities. I want to know if you think they're gonna fucking... What from the lineup? No, no, just just, just some celebrities and I wanna know. the pole, have it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh but I wanna know if Where? Should... Leg it. Yeah. Have it or leg it. Jeffrey from Rainbow. Leg it. Jacko from Brushstrokes. Have it. Lenny Emery. Leg it, I think. Mm. Think you'd have it? No, Lenny and me, he wouldn't have it. Nah, he's too showbiz. Uh. Eddie the Eagle. Have it? Yeah, glasses in his back pocket and he goes straight in. Yeah. Can't see what he's doing, he's just windmilling, windmilling. and his glasses are Don't windmilling. Don't care. Don't care. So, Howard Jones could over take his a fuck. jacket. Howard Jones could take a leaf out of his book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just windmilling, Howard. What have we got there? Oh, Telly. Oh, was he the last one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, right, okay. Martin Fry. I think he might he might fucking wade in. Do you think he might have it? He, he looks like a bit of a lump, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's, his jeans are really tight, weren't they? Yeah. Like... Well, how long would you say his cot was? Seven inch, seven or so inches. I mean, we were quite a way away from the stage at that point, and that bloke kept talking to us, so I was unable to make a proper estimate. But it definitely looked longer than Nathan from Brother Beyond's from memory. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. No, I reckon Nathan from, from Brother Beyond. He, he starts his sturdies off quick, and then bums. Right. <laughs> um, I've had a look at the telly guide. Have you? Uh, no, it's, it's, I haven't done much prep for this one, but I'm smoking mirrors. People think, you know, that it's just the same as usual, but I haven't done that much prep for this one. But I'm a bit of a professional, so no one really notices. I found, I, 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 it's a bit creepy. Is it? Yeah. So much of it's creepy. I'll tell you what I had that was creepy. was on, on the 4th of September was the debut of the Late Late Breakfast Show on BBC One. 
present by Noel Edmonds. You seem to be talking about him a lot. Was the Late Late Breakfast show the one where it was like a Saturday night thing, wasn't it? I don't know. I, I the remember one where that the... bloke jumped off the bungee thing and... One died. Yeah. Right. It's now... ultimately Noel's fault. I'm going to read out the listings, right, for uh, for the for the, uh, the the TV. Go on, on uh, Wednesday, the first of September, uh, nineteen eighty-two, uh, on BBC One. This is Scooby and Scrappy Doo, right? Solid start. Yeah. Nine twenty, nine forty, uh, Jack and Ori, uh, with Sheila Hancock. Not interested. Nine fifty-five. Inspector Morse's wife. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, 9.55, The Wombles, as told by Bernard Cribbins. Rest in peace, Bernard. Yeah, RIP, Bernard. Number 10. Uh, sorry, at, at 10 o'clock. Uh, take Heart, with Tony Hart, a morph, hard and soft. I've just shown you the... Uh, it's just shown me the listing. So it says, with morph, hard and soft. So what? Tony Hart, like, just... Moulds him a little soft on, and then moulds him a bigger hard on. I had this vision of Tony Hart just like waking waking him up with a suck job. <laughs> That'd be more Mr. Bennett's domain, surely. I don't know. But... I can't imagine Tony Hart just seemed like a really nice man. I can't imagine him sucking off a little plasticine effigy. Mr. Bennett, on the other hand. Do you think Tony Hart was like asexual? No, I reckon like he banged old deers and that. <laughs> oh, do you know, I heard this horrible fucking story about this, about this old, so there's this old bloke who, who goes up the pub on a Saturday night, uh, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but um, have I told you this? No. So, you know, Braithwaite? Yeah. Right, so there's this old bloke who goes up the same pub as him on a Saturday night, I won't say where it is, but um, he... Uh, he was telling us this horrible story about how he pulled a woman. He's about eighty, this bloke, and he pulled a pulled an old lady in the queue for the COVID jab. Definitely. <laughs> and I ended up going back round her house and banging her. And he's like, I mean, she was quite horrible looking. He said, but you know, at my age, you can't be can't be too fussy. And then he was telling how he picked this other old girl up, and uh. He'd seen her have a fall outside Waitrose, <laughs> and he like he he waited, you know, waited with her till the ambulance come and that, and then he saw her in the high street uh, another time, and Basically he went. He groomed her, <laughs> and he went up and said, "Oh, you're right since you fall," and ended up going back round her house and banging her. Oh, a paedophile. Yeah. Uh. So that's 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 how I imagine Tony Hart operating. What just like. Hanging around for like old oh dear to have a fall, yeah, and like looking, oh, and just like you know, like in the queue to have a vaccination, just end up putting his hand on someone's leg. And oh, it's flu jab time of the year, excellent. <laughs> Get myself down the quacks when Tony gets his nuts wet. He was too nice, Tony Art. He wouldn't have done all that. Mr. Bennett on the other but why hand. is Morph hard and soft? What does that mean with Tony Hart and Morph hard and soft? I don't know. I can only imagine it's something to do with a pe- plasticine penis. Don't like it. Uh, after that, play chess. Oh, excellent. That's what I wanted to watch when I was young. Play chess? Why would I want to watch play chess? 
No, you wouldn't, because you don't like anything cultural or fucking educational. You can't play chess. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I know all the... That's how I met Dennis. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Was it? Yeah, he was trying to get his nuts wet, Madeline Bland. <laughs> and he was round her ass playing chess. Well, I, I played chess. That's how I met Dennis. I played chess. He was playing chess on his own. And I, I think I played chess with him the first time I met him. I, I mean, he ended up joining the chess club. I remember, like, Den used to go chess club. Like, cause it, it was one of his many things. He, he went chess club. Then he went to some club where they all had telescopes. Then he went to another club where... Uh, what did he get into? Oh, no, then he got into, like, um, the bookies, and he would just be hanging around with all these old, like, fucking dodgy-looking fellas from, like, like the greys, and, and, hang, and sit outside with all the pissheads outside the library. Oh, can you imagine Den banging some old lady he met in a... <laughs> in a vaccine queue? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But not just banging her, like, falling in love with her. Yeah, oh, yeah, he'd love her. Uh, right, what else, what else did I have on telly? Oh, do you know what? I noticed that cartoons in the 80s were on for five minutes. And when you think that that's like credits and interludes. Yeah. So King Rolo was on from like half one to like to one thirty five before Bric-a-Brac come on with uh, Brian Kemp. Um, like, so King Rolo would have been, what, three minutes long? Yeah. What's the point? No, just, yeah, but that's, that's better, isn't it? It's fucking, it was basically YouTube before YouTube. Mm, it's finished before anyone's fucked off of it. It was good, King Rolo. Fucking slag off King Rolo, you cunt. <laughs> Try to alienate the whole audience. Uh, this is the one that I'm not comfortable with. Right, 4.45, we are the champions. An inter-school knockout competition in the swimming pool. Stuart Hall there. Uh, introduced by Ron Pickering. He weren't one, was he? No. <laughs> Who thinks that's a good idea to film teenage boys walking around in really small, tight speedos? Cliff Richard. I don't know if he was commissioning shows <laughs> on the BBC. No, I'm just no. He wasn't the commissioner, but he thinks it's a good idea. Right. I don't know. Why'd you say that? Because he's at the Elm Guest House. He's channel whopping. There's nothing good on, so he thinks, "What would I like to see?" We are the champions. Yeah, and he wants to see a bit of competition. <laughs> a bit of what? Competition. Oh. I don't see a competition show. It's nothing to do with... What? He's asking him investigate. It's, no, it's nothing to do with that. It's completely separate. He just likes shows where there's a bit of competition some, between some young people. 5.15, the monkeys. What? The the monkeys from... The, the... That was good, wasn't it? That's not sinister. Street. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Love the monkeys. Uh, what else did I have that freaked me out? There was something that I thought was weird. Junior Pop Black. Let's just get some young boys and let's just put them in like little dicky bows. Junior Pop Brown. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Catholic Church. And bend over a fucking table while we all just look. Horrible. That's you, though. No, it's not. No one else gets turned on by the idea of kids bending over a snooker table. I just think, like, why are they televising... Lads in fucking tiny, tiny speedos, like, wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> and why you get so turned on when teenagers do sport? It's, so, it's just fucking weird. Like, it would never happen now. But snooker's not a sexy sport, is it? It's... Tell that to Mrs. Davis or Mrs. Thorne. 
Do you think that's what turned them on? Hundred percent. Never even seen Mrs. Davis or Mrs. Thorne. Well, because they're very happy and satisfied. Because they they don't find fucking chart bothering fucking popsters fucking sexy. They find fucking snooker players sexy, huh. dressed in a whistle, bent over a table. It's not cool making kids dress up as adults. It's like mini pops. It's weird. <laughs> That is weird. It is weird. Um, so fucking, we are the champions. It is essentially more hard and soft in a pool. It's fucking horrible. I think that's all I've got to say about telly. Carry On Cruising was on that night. Oh, was it? I like a Carry On. Hmm. Do you? I do, yeah. Who's your favourite Carry On star? Sid James. It's good, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how he can go from laughing to just kind of like rubbing his legs. It's it's weird, isn't it? How like Sid James was like the sexy one in the films, wasn't it? Yeah, but but then like Reg Varney. Yeah, like it was weird. Fuck, you know, it's it great was, though, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's inspirational, isn't it? Is the idea you can still be sexy when you're kind of in your late late fifties, got a face like a scrotum. He literally looks like a part-worn Alan Sugar. And it's like, <laughs> and he's still fucking pulling <laughs> prime babs. Yeah. Like, fucking brilliant. Uh, do you know who my favourite is? Oh. Jim Dow. Oh, really? I love Jim Dow. Yeah, he's good, Jim Dow. He was a good bloke, Jim Dow, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I hope there's nothing fucking on him that, like, he was a fucking horrible cunt. He's the last one alive, isn't he, Jim Dow? I would have thought so. Like... It's like Bernard Breslau. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. Bernard Breslau was brilliant, wasn't he? He looked a bit like Willie Fong. Yeah. Like, um... He's a unit, oh, Bernard Breslau. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have it uh, or leg it, he'd be with you. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't know he had... what was going on. No. What's going on? Don't eat him, Bernard. All right. Like... Yeah, give him a broken snooker cue. Yeah. Right, little game? Yeah, go on then. Got another round of upstairs, downstairs. All right. So I want to know, they're bald up top, what's going on downstairs? Okay. All right. Seal. I think he had pubes. Yeah. I think he had pubes, but I think he went collars and cuffs and he'd done the whole lot. When his rabbit died? Yeah. Yeah. He lost every hair on his body when his rabbit died. Everything. Wow. Okay. Arms, legs, chest, back. Arsehole. Arsehole. Biffing bridge, bollocks, cock, from back to front. <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> His bollocks look like Errol Brown and Ainsley. Can I move on? Uh, but when they're old. Close to home, this one. One of your favourite bands. Um, Rob Halford of Judas Priest. He's took the cap off. Same one you had. Mm. What? So, what are the what are the uh, permutations? Is he bald downstairs? Because he is upstairs. No, a lot of pubes. Really? Yeah, loads. Yeah, what, like a proper like ZZ top. Loads of pubes. ZZ bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well do you not think so? Then do you disagree? No, no. I I, I think Halford's got like um uh like a big. Hair metal pubes. He's got nothing upstairs, hmm. so all he's got left is downstairs. Yeah, he's like uh, Tempest and Joe Elliott. Hundred percent, all like, around his cock and bollocks. Absolutely. 
Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> it's neat and tidy upstairs. Yep. It ain't downstairs. Oh. Oh, no. Really? Oh, no, 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 no. No. Don't think it's just run a clipper over it? No. No. Like, I would say, like... Last knockings at a boot sale. <laughs> In the middle of a forest. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's like all, all around, all around that house. Ansel and Gretel got trapped in. Wow. Yeah. Last one. Bust a blood vessel. Nothing going nothing, on upstairs. Nothing downstairs. Really, giant mm. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his bollocks look like Duncan Goodhue, and um, two Duncan Goodhues. Yeah. 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 Nothing. Yeah, I reckon he's just got bollocks. I don't think he's got a cock. He's just gone. No, it, well, he's got a cock. It's like just a little button mushroom just above his bollocks. Like it looks like a belly button. Yeah, like a little outy belly button yeah. just above his bollocks. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing worth you know. Nothing. Yeah, you, you you wouldn't get it out for anyone. No, but he don't mind. He gets it out all the time. Yeah, but he's got a certain, he's got an element of confidence, hasn't he? Yeah. That only comes with yeah. He's he's, bra- he's big, he's brash, he gets his cock out, but it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. Larger than life, apart from his cock. Yeah, smaller than life. Yeah. News. I always call this events. All right. 38 inches of snow fell in Red Lodge, uh, Red Lodge America. Who's Red Lodge? <laughs> Red Lodge. Um, 38 inches? Yeah. Over three foot of snow? Yeah. See, that would have been the best thing ever in the 80s, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, imagine, like, not being able to open your front door and having to sort of get out your window. Yeah. And, like, and it's literally up to your tits in snow. Yeah. Like, it would have been brilliant, wouldn't it? I dreamed of that. I think the most snow we had in the 80s... Half inch. We had a foot of snow, didn't we? Yeah. I definitely remember there was, like, times when there was a foot of snow. Do you reckon a foot of snow... A like foot would be like when you were a kid, like up to the middle of your shin. No. Like six, eight inches. Yeah. And didn't have a foot of snow. What was your where did, what was your instant reaction to snow in the eighties? Best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, my, when I think when I think of snow in the eighties, I think of sledging mm. by the cover over the yeah. dipping. Always. Always. And Matthew Hines having skis. He had skis. And a did. skidoo. There was a girl that had a skidoo as well. I remember it like, she was, I think her name was Vic something. And and she was like a lot older than us. And she lived in uh, Hillside. Uh, and I'm on the corner of Meadway. And I remember she used to like walk up there with this like thing. And it had like two skis at the back. And like, and a little ski on the front. Yeah, with a little steering with wheel. With a steering wheel. Yeah. And like, I know anything fucking hell. Like, yeah. I'd give anything for that. I would have had, like, a plastic sledge or a carrier bag. Yeah. Like, a plastic sledge, probably broken. <laughs> like, uh, and it was like, and I remember seeing her over there. I forgot that fucking, that was Kelsey's neighbour, wasn't it? Yeah. And, like, had fucking skis. I remember thinking you must be a millionaire. Yeah. If you had a skidoo and skis, you must be a millionaire. Spoiled prick. Do you know, I thought that, and then I ended up working with him in the jean shop, and he's a really nice bloke. 
I was really surprised what a fucking smashing bloke he was. He's a really good bloke. Mm. I've never worked with him, but he was just that kid that had skis when yeah, I had a carrier bag, so he's a sport cunt. Mind you, you were just fucking probably skidding down the hill on your Millennium Falcon, weren't you? <laughs> you sport cunt. I don't Mind think... you, if my dad had been in Star Wars, I'd want all the franchise toys as well. <laughs> just bombing around on a Tonton. <laughs> <laughs> but can you remember when um when we was over the dipping and it weren't it weren't there, it was um over like on the, by the football pitch when uh that fella come down on on a big wooden sledge and smashed Paz straight in the face. Oh yeah. Like I don't know what Paz was doing dribbling at the bottom of the hill. But I remember, like, it was uh, Anthony Hines, wasn't it? Uh, Richard Ainsley's brother. And uh, and he had this big wooden sledge. And they just come down the side of the... I don't know why we were sledging there. It must have been one of the only places there was still snow left or something. Well, that, that, it was really steep, them hills yeah. there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because, yeah, pads had fallen off the sledge or something, hadn't yeah. it? He was laying at the bottom. And then the bloke come down on the wooden sledge and just smashed him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, well, there was blood on the snow, wasn't there? Yeah. It made it really dramatic. I remember thinking it was like a real drama. That yeah. There was the World Tug of War Championship. Um, did you ever play tug of war as a kid? No, I think I've done it once at some fucking. I think I think I've done tug of war once at some. Well, did we do it at cup camp yeah, or I something? Think so. Yeah. I remember, like, really loving the idea of tug-of-war. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, I-, I would still get excited if I had an opportunity to do tug-of-war now. Yeah. I like the idea of that. I don't know why. Why don't we start up, a, like, a tug-of-war championship for, like, men in their mid to late 40s? I'm well up for that. We'll take our tops off. What? And cuddle when we win. We could just do the tug-of-war. Yeah. Probably better, isn't it? Do you reckon you'll be good at it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm tall, but I've got very low centre of gravity, like Lionel Messi. Right, okay. In which case, then let's let's throw this into it before we. Uh, no, I'll be awful at tug of war. I'm like a sapling tree. Just nothing, nothing right. to fucking contribute to it. It's in the eighties. We're at Cub Camp. All right, it's a okay. sled fest. Uh, it's you. You need four more people on your tug of war team. Who are you going for? What from the eighties? Anyone? Anyone? In the 80s. What celebrities? Yeah. Roach, obviously. Yeah, he's, he's at the back, right? Yeah. Yep. Capes. Yep. Solid. Daddy. Jesus. And A-Stacks. Fucking hell, yeah. There's you, some units in who's there. Who's beating that? No. Nah. Have, have, you, have you had a little think about your team? No, I was just literally thought of this on the spot, and like you've left me iron dry. I'll have Blood Vessel at the back. Oh, yeah, he'd be <laughs> a good anchor man, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, Roland Browning. Uh, I was thinking Roland Giff for a moment. I was saying, no, 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 no. Straight Brown, Browning. Browning, definitely. Browning, like, yeah. I don't, uh, Alan Argreaves would do a decent job as well. As Alan Argreaves. Alan Argreaves, definitely. Do you know what? I'm fucking off Browning. I'm having Big Alan. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'll probably go. Emberg? Hmm. Big Ron from the market in EastEnders. Like, Big Ron looked like he knew his way around a rope. Yeah, definitely. Um, Emberg was pretty handy, wasn't she? Mm. Do you reckon the fat boys could do a decent job on a 
Yeah, no, no, they'd be too busy rapping. I'd, I'd go if I was going to get a rap band, then I'd get Full Force. I've yeah. told you that. Like, yeah. They're my go-to. Um, oh, I can't believe I didn't put Hightower in. Oh yeah, can I have Hightower? Yeah, oh, I, I didn't pick him. So yeah, you see what he done when he pulled that rope out the fucking ceiling. Yeah, you just wouldn't need anyone else, yeah. would you? They'd, all there'd be would be another team of five blokes all standing there, like fucking coping, <laughs> because he's pulled all their arms out their sockets. <laughs> like, yeah, right. If I was in, in in Squid Game and I had to pick anyone, it would be Hightower. Yeah, definitely. Uh, who was your who who do you think of in the eighties when you think a newsreader? Newsreader from the eighties. Hmm. I didn't really watch the news in the eighties at all. Hmm. Um, you got Moira Stewart, Honeycomb, Rippon, Jan Leemin. Leemin. Uh, Peter Sissons. Mm. Who would you have liked to have seen read the news? Because when you get the news, the news, the news like tune always goes news, 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 like really serious, isn't it? Yeah. And like, and then you've just got someone in a suit just going today news, and well, like, but well, you, like, who would you like to have like juiced it up a bit? Um, well, just, just cheer things up a bit. Yeah. Oh, so to the point when like. Ralph's Cartoon Club's finished, it's six o'clock, and it's like, right, I want... Ralph Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the news with Ralph. Be brilliant. In the 80s, before he, you know, before we found yeah. out what he was really like. Yeah. Well, have you, have you got anyone in mind? I don't think I can top that. It's, it's, it's too serious, the news, isn't it? Yeah. Jeremy Beadle, maybe he could like kind of just mess with the news. Yeah, some of his high like his high jinks. Yeah, uh, he liked to prank, didn't he? Did you ever watch John Craven's News Round? Yeah, and I hated it. Why did you watch it then? Because it was on like it was on at like always on at five past five. Um, was it on five past five? Let's have a look. It's on here today. Rick Mayle would have done the news well. Oh, he? good shout, John Craven's News Round, uh, seventeen ten. Uh, it was on before the monkeys. Uh, just kids don't want to know the news. He could have put another episode of King Rolo on. And also, like, what's the matter with him, John Craven? Like, keep trying to get kids interested in the news. Why is he trying to make kids grow up? He's not, though, is he, Craven? Okay. Is he? Uh, no. No, he just likes birds and not like them ones. Like, he, he likes nature and stuff now, doesn't he? What's he hanging around fields and laybys for? Don't think he <laughs> getting kids interested in the news. <laughs> he's not, oh, is he, John? If anyone's not, it's John yeah, Gray. Yeah, he's yeah. he's up there with yeah, Cribbins. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah, safe pair yeah, of hands, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, absolutely safe hands. Old safe hands, Graven. Nonstop Ponce. It's back. It's been uh, a bit of a favourite. This is becoming with our listeners. Don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah, we're, I'm really struggling. Uh, Using it up a bit now, just uh, kind of 80s uh, celebrities now, not just musicians. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so is he a Ponce? And when we say Ponce, we don't mean we don't mean the kind of Ponce as in... Uh, give in, us a fag. Give us a fag. I've, 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 I've given up, but can I have one of yours? Exactly. Yeah. That's me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but we're talking more like your kind of, uh, your Tony Hadley. Your, Qua- eight, your 80s Ponce. Yeah, preferred, like, um, yeah. Okay, on top, on. Come on in. David Niven. 
that little tash. Like he's he's not in the play park. He's got a beige Mac. He's got his hands in his pockets. But he's learning lines. He's learning lines. Yeah, you're you're, you're right. You're right. He, he takes his hand from his pocket and he's got the script he's learning and he's yeah. just gone to the play park. And a, and, and a cafe creme. He just likes yeah. it. Yeah. No, Niven, definitely not. He's definitely... Ponce. Mm. Quintessential English Ponce. Absolutely. Um, Elton John's partner, David Furness. I mean, there's long been stereotypes. And, you know, I can't say I've... I don't know what he's got on his computer, but it's probably just like Microsoft Office Ponce. Thank you. Um, uh, Wilmot Brown. Wilmot Brown. What is it with you and Wilmot Brown? <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave him out of it. One more for you. Oh, no, I've got two more. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, another one for you. Yeah. Um, uh, gregarious uh, 80s scene star, Philip Salon. Philip Salon. Oh, but, I mean, if you've got a surname Salon, that infers, like, there's a little room out the back with a computer in. It would have been a Vic-20 in the 80s. You're right, yeah, you wouldn't have been out. I mean, it would have taken ages to download anything off the dark web, so Ponce. Okay, all right. Uh, I've got last one for you here. Uh, Timmy Mallet. Getting kids to associate things with other things. Sport. Little little spotty bikinis. It was the European Athletics uh, Championships. Never saw him. He didn't have any friends his own age. <laughs> <laughs> Athletics at school, right? I ain't got a lot on sport. Uh, athletics at school. I know, like, you went to a better school than me. But, like, there was always, like, a, a shed at my school that had, like, hurdles in it. But I yeah. never saw them come out. Uh, I think there was javelins. <clears throat> I never saw them come out. I think I got the lob of discus once. But it was either just, like, you'd just have to run... Sometimes they get the eye jump out, uh, or shot put. Mm. I wanted to do javelin, hurdles, and pole vault. No one does pole vault at Why school. Why not? How do you become a pole vaulter? Not by doing it at school. Where do, where, where, where do you become a pole vaulter? At the athletics club. But you don't just go there to go, oh, hello, uh, I'd like to do pole vault, please. I, I don't know. Well, I've never looked into it. I'd have been a good pole vaulter, though, I think. What makes you say that? Tall. No, you, I think you'd be better at hurdles. No, I shit at hurdles. You've done hurdles? I've done, I've done hurdles in the uh, the fifth-year sports day. Really? What, in front of a crowd? Oh, it's fucking... Yeah. 
It was, all, it was really fucking awful. It was only like it was 110 meter hurdles. I've told you about this, surely. No. <laughs> what were you wearing? You know what I wore in the 80s short shorts. Good job my bollocks hadn't dropped because the shorts were short, weren't they? Yeah. What was your hair like on sports day? Huh? What was your hair like? What's my hair like? Yeah. Just nice. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you can picture me on sports day. I've got really short shorts and my hair's nice. And I'm lined up with five people that are really sporty because I took the day off when it came to choose who went in for what event and that my class fucking stitched me up and put me in the hurdles. Did you come last? No, I didn't actually because the gun went. Everyone else was at the first hurdle before I was even out of the blocks and one of the kids fell over. And so I just fucking pegged it. I pegged it as quick as I could. He'd cut himself. He'd scraped all his fucking shoulder. And I'd just run past him. And just like I was looking, and I heard him coming up, heard him coming up, and I dipped at the line and just fucking took him. And I come in fifth. Congratulations. Yeah. You come last. Well done. Oh, was Proudest that... moment of my entire sporting career. I'd never done sports. Though. I'd love to have. Why didn't I'll... you do sports day? Because I was shit at sport. Well, she didn't got didn't get picked for anything, but everyone had to do something no, on sports day. I never day. did. Like we used to just go and watch it. We walk up because it'd be at Arias, it'd be at the track. And so, ours was at like a athletic stadium. Yeah. I can't remember where it was. It was great. We get the afternoon off and we just go there and we just watch like some of your mates just bomb it. Just watch Antonio leg it around and. He come last, I think. No way. Like, I, I remember, like, was it the first year? The only time it, he's ever come last at sport was playing you at pole. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's not very good at that sport. Uh, no, it was it was maybe first year senior, and it was the 100 metres, and he was in it. And, like, and there was, like, a, no, like, people like Oz had become blokes at that point. Yeah. And, like, Painter had, like, he was, like, six foot. Yeah. And, like, and they just fucking rocketed. And, like, he was quite small, Lee, wasn't he? Yeah, but he had pubes. No, I know he had pubes, but he was quite short. He's probably getting really angry listening to this now, and he'll probably just phone me out having a go at me saying he didn't come last. But I remember like wanting him to win because he was my mate, Yeah, and he weren't up there. Uh, he's just pulled over into lay-by now. He's just eating he's an eclair to calm himself down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so we're, we're nearly at the fucking two hours in. Are we? Yeah. Uh, do you want have you got anything else you want to talk about because I've got a little game we can sign off on yeah um, there weren't much news this month Nigel Lawson announced that no industry should remain in state ownership unless there's an overwhelming case General Motors launches the uh, Spanish built Opel Corsa which will be sold in Britain from April as the Vauxhall Nova right the popular car wasn't it for the ladies and uh, after well over 100 years, on the 30th of September, the UK Inland Telegram service closes. Uh, telegram figures peaked after the First World War with over 100 million sent annually. By the time the service closed, the annual figure was down to less than 3 million. But when you think about it, that was 40 years ago this month. And like, how did people send dick pics in between 
if you wanted to send like a cheeky little dick pic in between the telegram service closing and the internet coming about, when did the internet come about? What like people often talk about the fact that you don't get flashes anymore. That's what they would do then. They'd just literally go outside the window, go and hang around outside. Like, do you think that? Do you think that was the flashing window in between telegrams closing? Because like telegrams, you couldn't send a picture, so you'd have to go down to the telegram office. Yeah. You'd have to describe your dick to the person. Yeah. That was transcribing it, and yeah. then they'd send it. It's it's not it's not useful. It's 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 a lot of work. I think like it's a lot easier just to not pop a pair of trousers and pants on that day. Just pop your coat on, go out down the woods, down the woods, hang about. First woman that walks past, just say good morning, and then just open your jacket and show you for the erection. Yeah. It was the Emmys. Uh, Alan Alda won uh, uh, an Emmy. Oh, Alan Alda, mash. Did you actually watch Mash? No, I love Mash. I know, I know the theme tune. Family Ties started the show that launched Michael J. Fox. Oh right. Billy Joel released his his Ape Studio album, The Nylon Curtain. Yeah. Which just wipes off, doesn't it? Yeah, good point. Mm. Good point. Uh, ooh, Penn prison guard George Banks kills 13 people. Five were his own children. I don't know that. What? This, you know in what, America? Obviously in America. There's like... when like, Over here, we've got Fred and Rose, haven't we? Like, Nielsen. Uh, Shipman. Shipman. Uh, and um, Sutcliffe. And like... And we hold on to them, don't we? They're the best we got. And like, and then over in America, like every now and again, like Netflix just makes something, and it's like, what? Yeah, fucking hell! Yeah. Like, have you not heard about that? And it's like, it's bigger though, America, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Connery starts playing Bond in uh, for the final time in Never Say Never. Uh, Night Rider starring Hasselhoff debuts. Huh. Uh, so Connery was kind of handing the baton on yeah. to Hasselhoff. Springsteen releases his sixth album, Nebraska. I like that one. First solo album, I believe. Hmm. Uh, what's your thoughts on The Boss? You ain't going to like The Boss, are you? It's no, sweaty for you, isn't it? No, I just don't like The Boss. I always said if he was my boss, I'd jack me job in. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. I, when, I, when I worked in that fucking jean shop in Lakeside... Keller's was a Saturday boy, and then they jogged on the manager, you know, as a cost cost cutting thing, mm. and made Keller's like acting manager. And then because he was acting manager, he chose what was on the video screen every day. Oh, that's and, power! Oh, fucking hell! And he he really milked it every day. We had to watch U two Zuropa tour, Limon, and fucking. <laughs> And and the the boss live and you're like fuck oh just honestly the boss day after day just every fucking day the boss. Do you like any songs by the boss? Yeah, I don't hate him and I don't mind him and I kind of quite like the idea of him, but I don't just don't ever want to listen to him ever ever again. That's all right. Oh, I've got no big. Pro- I'm not saying like people that like the boss are cunts. No. Like if you like the boss, you know. I see he's got a lot of merits. Yeah. But. Just, it was basically like being raped by the boss every day because I just had, 
I didn't want to Urban listen Inc. to it. Pride, Pride sponsors. Oh, you've got to do the fucking sponsors of, uh, at the start. I was going to say, but... Yeah. We should talk about Urban Inc., shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah? What should we say about it? Right, let me say about what I, I want to say about it, I and mean, then you can just fucking spoil it. No, I won't spoil I won't spoil it. You left it this fucking late. Everyone's turned off anyway because it's gone over the fucking two-hour mark. Um, Urban Inc. are proud sponsors of this podcast. So uh, Are got... they really proud? No. 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 They shared it today on their socials, so they must be quite proud. Fucking hell. Yeah. And you can go and get fresh ink in Southend, Romford, Brentwood, and Upminster. Southend. Southend, Bromford, Brentwood, Hornchurch. Hornchurch. There we go. Everybody's uh, talking about pop music. Yes. Give them a phone call, drop them an email, walk through the doors of any of the four shops, and when you walk in there to save yourself some money, all you need to do is go, hello, uh, I'd like my discount, and the discount word I need to say is... Baby's cock. We're back next month. Bye. Bye. This is not a joke. This is actually happening. It's Sonia singing the new national anthem in Ipswich. God save the king. Fuck's sake. Remembering when we were young in the 80s.